You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Is this working? That was a nice surprise. Wasn't it? I love I like Christmas that. music. Christmas love... is coming. And, and and that song right there, man, back in the day, Gene Autry and Rosemary Clooney had put this album out and it had this cart, you know, this uh drawing on the front of it, you know, painted picture it's a cartoon drawing of Santa Claus and and it Gene Autry on a horse. It was really cool, but it was called Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It was Gene Autry and Rosemary Clooney singing sing all the Christmas songs. And, man, as a kid, I bet I wore a groove out in that record, man. Really? Oh, I listened to that as a guy every day, man. I bet you every time <laughs> you hear that song from them, you see that, that record album. Oh, I do. I do that with a lot of I do. Song, old songs that were on record albums. I totally see the album cover. Man, that and, and and not only that, even it just takes you back, you know. Back and you can the sit there and listen days. to that and just close your eyes, man. And you're, you know, you're eight, nine years old, sitting back in mom and dad's living no room. No worries, again, you know. Yeah, yeah. Watching TV and sitting in the recliner. Yeah, Ugh, you know, the good playing, old days. playing outside, but just waiting on Christmas to come. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Mm, those were the days, wasn't it? It was. <clears throat> well, I guess we're going to get on with the show now. There we go. James and I have wanted to do a show on the USPS for a little while now. And when we saw this article that Politico put out recently, we figured it was time that we couldn't be quiet any longer, that it was time to talk about this particular thing we're going to talk about in this article but before we do before we get started please stomp that like button share with all your friends subscribe and follow and it's all free thank you and let's get right to it yep let's get to it uh, this kind of coincides coincides i don't even know if that's the correct word to use but this kind of kind of feeds back to if you remember not too long back we did another podcast about some things that went on at a post office i think we did like a segment yes you know so of some bullying of, and intimidation mm -hmm. and yes matter of fact it got so bad that that even the employee went and called the police department and filed charges on him oh yes remember that happened back that in was, august that was a carrier that was it was a custodian in, a custodian oh that's right mm -hmm. in jasper texas yep Yes, I remember that. So yep. we have we have talked about this once before. Yeah. Yeah, this is really something that really needs to be brought out about the post office. You know, so here we go. Um, also, we, we have a disclaimer. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. James and I, uh, our opinions are our own and do not in any way reflect the opinions of the post office. Of the United States mm -hmm. Postal Service. United States Postal Service. Right. We do not speak on behalf or for the United States Post Office. No. These opinions are entirely our, our own, own and our experience that yes. we have seen and we know we can come out and talk about. I don't remember, though, if we give um, um, 
our history at the post office in any way. Did we tell people? Um, no. Okay, so Guess I we need have to. worked. <laughs> yeah, I have worked for the post office for nine years, and James has been there for seven. So we do have inside knowledge of the policies talked about in this Politico article right here that I have. And uh, it is titled, A Deadly Delivery Highlights Falsified Heat Records at the USPS. And this was a Politico article from two days ago, right? Two days ago, story by Ariel Wittenberg. Yeah. So um, this poor gentleman, Eugene Gates, body temperature was as hot as a Texas heat wave. More than 104 degrees Fahrenheit when he when he collapsed in a Dallas front yard while delivering mail. Gates was 66. He had carried his iconic U.S. mailbag through the same wealthy neighborhood for much of his 35-year career until he died of a heat stroke on a stifling day in June. You know, I remember this when it happened. Mm-hmm. It was all over social media. And you know what? We watched the cover-up happen. We did. In real time. We, we watched it, it, especially within our own office and our own. Yes. You know, and um, even, the, you know, this happened to a city carrier, um, and they were talking about it at work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, so we didn't, you know, really get involved in it, but we kind of heard a little bit what's going on. But Gates's death is part of a, is part of a storm of allegations that the U.S. Postal Service ignored its own heat safety programs and manipulated official records to hide those actions ahead of an unrelenting summer of extreme heat that killed scores of people across the U.S. Under its own policy, though, the agency is required to train letter carriers each spring to recognize the symptoms of heat illness and what to do if they feel sick. Can I stop you right there? You can. What, what would you believe proper training would be at that time? Um, normal prop. Well, I would think you would see a video, um, that you, I mean, they said training. So I would think of training as, you know, like a video, sit in a room and have training where they give you a booklet on what, you know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where they give you literature and, and mm-hmm. information with say, even if there's a, a small quiz at the back of it, you know, where at yes. least you've got a piece of paper that, that shows, okay, this is heat safety training. This is what it's all about, yada, 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 and go through the training, and that be something that they hand to you individually. Yes. You know, and then everybody go through this together, have this discussion about the heat training, take a quiz at the end, like you said, watch a video, and yes. to make sure then that way you may, and, and even have a little quiz at the, at the end of it so that they can turn that back in or grade themselves on it, you know, whatever. But to me, that promotes that at least that promotes them being involved and them really taking responsibility for their training, right? Right. So, well, tell me, you, have you ever seen that happen? In, never. Yeah. Well, I'm over here. <laughs> what do we get? What do we get? We get a piece of paper. No, we, okay, this is we what we get. We don't get nothing. We don't get a piece of paper. No. What happens is, They holler over the intercom, everybody come to the middle, then they read a piece of paper to us. Yeah, to the middle of the floor. To the middle of the floor. And we have to sign off that we've heard that we've heard what was on this paper. And that's all that we get. That's all that we get. But I'm looking at uh, the the actual policy 
and it says right here, heat illness prevention program certification. Okay, they and it tells you, and it's called HIPP. It's HIP and heat illness poster safety talks. So they did give these little posters. They're like, like two by two, maybe inches, and you put them in your name tag, and you look at these, you know, signs for heat illness, and you know, and how to act, and all that. Well, they gave them to us this year, yeah. or was that last year? Well, that might have been. No, I think I remember getting one okay. this year. Yeah. It says, safety depends on me, call 911 when, and all this kind of stuff. And then you do the safety talk. You get a heat illness prevention program document. I don't ever remember getting a document. And then the hip safety talk, and then the copy of a heat illness poster, which is a tiny little poster that you carry around. Okay, now that's the policy. Yeah. Okay, so after... But Gates didn't receive training. No, he didn't. That's the thing. And his managers falsified official records before his death to hide it, according to his widow, Carla, and leaders of the National Association of Letter Carriers Union who are involved in the grievance. And he's not the only one. The mounting accusations of thousands of mail carriers came as the debt plague USPS is pushing workers to make faster deliveries and in growing competition and as temperatures catapult to heights never before recorded in human history. Well, I don't know about that. It's pretty hot this summer, man. It I'm was pretty you, hot. That's, I believe that was the hottest I've ever felt it. I don't know if that was the ex- ever <laughs> recorded, ever recorded in, human in, history, in human history, but, but, but it, it was hot. And, but it's been really hot for the last three or four years. And you want to know something else? It's really hot in Texas in June. Well, let and me, July. Okay, it was and hot August. all over the country this it, year. It was. Um, and, it was and hot. That's what I found surprising because, you know, I felt it a tragic, a tragedy that that he did die from heat-related illness i i that's yes, a tragedy it's a tragedy and a, a one that could have been avoided i believe right and i guess what i'm trying to say is if you hear about something like that happening down in the deep south you go man that's a tragedy but yeah i can get it because it gets pretty hot down here but what about the people in in chicago illinois what about the people in in new jersey and utah there was at least 10 states that had heat-related illnesses, heat-related grievances, where they were getting out and getting themselves hurt and then getting reprimanded for those things. And that's what was happening to Gates, yes. to Mr. Gates already. Yeah, Mr. Gates got reprimanded. Yeah. Yeah. You go and, ahead. and here we go, and that's the thing we're, we're getting to here, is because this controversy comes as the Postal Service faces an intense pressure to deliver mail more quickly, to compete with Amazon and other shipping services. But as climate change turbocharges the summer heat and the humidity, the conflicting priorities of speed and safety sometimes collide. Now, here we go. The Postal Service has both urged carriers to take breaks during extreme heat and then admonish them for taking too long to finish their routes. We seen this mm -hmm. on the daily this past summer with every one of them. Yes. With everybody there. Everybody. And, you know, it happened on our side of the building, too, on the rural well, side. Well, yes. It, uh, that's where I seen it going on was yes. because these poor guys were out there 
you know, and they were already working a 10 and 12 hour day to begin with. Yes. You know, and then on top of that. To push them. And to make push them yeah. and, and continue. But then in the morning, stand there and read that paper to you and go, you need to take breaks. Well, you need to drink more water. And, and we say that because we've seen this. But just like my point earlier, this is not just a unique thing that happened right here in our office. This thing has happened nationwide. nationwide. So that tells me that they put their numbers above me every single time. And why sure they do. Yeah. And not only on top of that, they do this to you. They they put you in these unsafe situations and they put you out there and then they bully and they intimidate you when you don't get done when they think you should get done. And think about this, okay? They read this piece of paper to us, and we signed this little blank form that said, "We, you know, my name." Yeah, we heard. I, I printed my. Yeah, I heard <laughs> it. I printed my name and I I signed off on this. You know, here you go, okay? But we didn't see no twenty minute video. I have yet to see a twenty minute video on heat on heat illness training ever, ever. The whole time I've been there. Yes, they don't give you twenty minutes to stop and watch a video. No. Good lord. And they don't, you know, they used to give us water. They don't even give us water anymore. You know, um, city carriers might get one bottle of water, but it, you know. They did that one time this summer. They they brought up one ice chest one time for about three days and told everybody, remember, take one bottle. Yes. But what they did, my point with all of that was, though, is they'll jump out there. They'll read this paper to you real fast. Tell you, hey, go out on the route. You know, you get out there, you're, you're doing your route and all this. And. They're falsifying training records because they haven't shown you the video. You know, they haven't given you the little questionnaire. They haven't done these things, but yet they're falsifying the records because they got to turn this stuff in on time. Or the case might be where a supervisor just ain't got it done yet, and they're trying to cover each other, and they do this. They got caught on at the it. daily. They got caught at it. Finally got caught at it, and I think that's great myself. Um And I believe the reason that they do this is just like what this article says. The conflicting priorities of speed and safety will sometimes collude. The Postal Service has urged both, has both urged characters to take break and then admonish them. That's what they've done to him. That's what they've done to Mr. Gates. A month before Gates died, and this is in the article here, a month before Gates died, his manager reprimanded him for taking too long to deliver the mail, known as expanding street time. The manager chided Gates for stopping so many times on your way back to the station. It took you a total of 45 minutes, according to the written reprimand obtained by E&E News. And Mr. Gates' widow, Carla, she didn't even know about the letter until after her husband had, had passed away. But she believes that Gates, an Army veteran, felt pressured by it to follow orders and perform efficiently, even if he felt ill. Yes, how I many, believe that how he many, did. Yes. How many times have you done that? Yeah. How many times have I done that? You bet. Many, and many you know, times. Good Even they made you work. Yes. And, and told you you were going to get in trouble in some form or fashion, whether written up, called to the office, mm-hmm. or something, if you didn't do what they said you did. Even yep. if it broke your contract. And even if it broke your contract. And what would they tell you? If you didn't like that, you could file a grievance. File a grievance. Or we'll give you a resignation letter. Yes. That's, That's what they say. Okay. Just like with that situation right there. And since, well, it's been big all year. Our, all, of our, all of our routes have been big all year. But since probably 
the second week of October, about the time of the first Amazon Prime sale. Yes. Everybody's routes have tripled in volume. Yes. Okay. Not so, in mail package right. volume. Right. And so now, instead of having these carriers out there till 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night, now you've got them out there till 9, 10, and 11 o'clock at night. They yes. and, and it's extremely dangerous once it gets dark. One, you're pulling up to a house with a flashing lights going. It's 7.30, 8, 8.30 in the evening. You're in a rural area. No lights anywhere. Exactly. It's horribly dark. Exactly. And you come whooping up in somebody's driveway. Do you, you know, honestly, what I expect? Dogs in to come out? A, a dog, yes. A dog that would be hiding, you know what I mean, ready to bite me the moment I step out that car. Right. You know, or... Somebody going, who the hell is on my in my yard and come walking out with a with a loaded pistol? Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, there, there's danger, yeah, and there's tweakers all out here in these woods around here. You know that. You know there are. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, yeah. So we live. Just, I mean, in East Texas, you tried pulling up in people's yards. They are not happy. It's just dangerous. Yeah, and then there there's people that are probably sitting down to enjoy a movie, and you know, then they got to deal with you. You know, wondering right. what what you're doing out there. Yeah, it's and just plus a, the fact that it's just unsafe. It's just unsafe. Turn it into these little driveways to, yep. to pull up into a driveway. You can't see. No of the care there that aren't damaged. markers. That's right. You know, mm. and, and most of the driveways, and you can't see how to get in and out. No of the carrier that damaged her own car because <laughs> of that not too long ago. Yes. Because of that same thing, you know. You're driving from the opposite side of your vehicle. You're trying to look down at the mail that you have sitting there. You're trying to look back up. You know, at traffic or the road in front of you, it's yes. not that hard to lose sight. And, no, it's not. You know what I mean? A, Trying to a, look out all your mirrors. A glare. Or, the you glare know. is terrible. Yep. So, I mean, these are, and, and we're just sitting here kind of talking, but these are just some things that are going on. And and we had to bring it up because. People need to be aware. Exactly. And I guess, hopefully, the post office will learn from this. I don't believe they will, but. Hopefully, the post office will learn from this because after this three-month investigation, they have found numerous, numerous violations and cover-ups of them falsifying our heat training records, doing other things. Matter of fact, this young, this uh, fine man right here that that passed away, he was a 66-year-old man. Had been there 35 years. Had been there 35 years. And, and he knew that he should have stopped. He was stopping. Yeah. You I know, just, you know, I, I know. And he got in trouble for it. I know. It's very sad. It's heartbreaking. The Postal Service declined request to interview Postmaster General Louis DeJoy and didn't address more than two dozen questions about the union's allegations of doctored records and other issues. So I just wanted to put that out there. They're not saying too much about it. The safety of our employees is a top priority. And the Postal Service has implemented a National Heat Illness Prevention Program for all employees, a spokesperson said. The Postal Service requires annual completion of a training course. That's all they That's all they say about this, yeah. you know. Completion it's, of a training course on heat stress by all employees in every facility. <clears throat> they couldn't get all that done, and they were just signing off on it, man. Matter of fact, Mr. Gates... And that's kind of where my point was back to that about the falsifying of the records. Mm-hmm. They found out that, and this found out this after he passed away, you know, they were reprimanding him for stopping. 
they were reprimanding him for that, for stopping and taking breaks because he needed to out there in that heat. Which is what they supposedly trained him to do. Yep. Yes. Those LLVs, which are the, the little trucks that they drive. Yeah, yeah. LLV stands get, for long life vehicle. <clears throat> they get up to like 140 degrees in the inside of that sucker. Yes. I mean, and that's so on a regular that summer is day. That's just dangerous. Yeah. You know, it's dangerous to be in there. They have these little bitty fans, and that's all they have. You know, and if you are in one constantly and not getting in and out to, to you know, get a little relief, it's it, it can be very overwhelming. I have been in them in the summers, in the heat. So, um, Gates... Mr. Gates. Mr. Gates, I, I'm I'm really praying that something family. happens. That the post office will that learn from this. The post office will, will, you know, will stop the craziness, you know. Yeah. And care about their workers. A- and this political article did did we did you post that on our web on our Facebook yes. page too? It, it, this article is kind of a read, and if you read. You know, like I say, we're bringing up Mr. Gates just because he was up there in Dallas, not too far from us. But this has been going on all, all over, the, over country. the country. And this article gives four or five or four or five other different examples in here of the same kind of practices going on. And all we want to know is to get the word out. You know, stand up, are, stand up. To there that. are articles out there. There are people that are letting it be known. So. If you work for the post office, stand up, stand up, rise up. Rise what do we always up. say? Rise, rise up. up. Yeah. Do something, you know, say something, say something, stand your ground. You know, it. it yes, is your it, job. Sure. I get that. It is your job, but it's not your job to stand there and, and allow them to put you in an unsafe situation. You want to go home every single day to yeah. your family. And, and even if they want to try to put you out there it it's the bullying and the intimidation and the threaten with termination that gets to me they will sit there and tell you that they want to that oh we 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 want safety okay it's 114 degrees outside today and inside my llv is about 152 degrees can i come in early and run my route in the cooler part of the morning oh no oh no oh no can't do that no you know and they did adjust their times for just a little bit. Remember, they went back to seven thirty. They did. They did a go by seven thirty. We had to, we had to come in at nine. Remember? Yes, we were coming in at nine. Then they moved it back to seven thirty, mm-hmm. and then bumped it right back up to eight o'clock. Yes, you know, and it's all because their trucks can't get there on time, yeah. supposedly. So the carrier suffers because of things like that. Yes, because we're it's the just, man, last mile, it, and we're the last thing that goes out. And they don't care how long it takes. They don't care uh, what it takes. And they do prioritize Amazon over the mail. Yes, they do. And and I've personally heard from customers that live out in some of the rural areas out there that said, we haven't gotten mail in two weeks. Yeah, I have too. Or they only get it on Mondays. Or they, you know... Anyway, so anyway, we've ranted a little bit, a little bit about the postal, about the postal service, um, because we know a lot about it, and uh, this is sad. That's what's going on um, for a place I used to be very proud to work at. Well, it just seems to be the whole entire government. The government's built on lying. That's all they do that's, is lie. Mm-hmm. 
That's all, all they do. And they get away with lying. Yeah. Right to your face. It's, yeah. it's like, poke you, you know. I mean, everything they do, even in their contracts, even in everything they do, whatever's in the best interest of the post office, if I have to hear that one more time. Yep. And I was that, actually I was actually told one time, we have the right to mismanage. Yeah. I said, but why? Why do you do it? Yeah, I don't understand it either. <laughs> anyway, folks, is this thing working? Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.